Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal when it comes to home and car insurance. State Farm agents are always ready to help you personalize your insurance plan so you can create a policy that fits your needs. You can manage your coverage, pay your bill, or even file a claim right from your phone with the State Farm mobile app. And you can always call one of the State Farm agents in neighborhoods across the country. Get a great rate without sacrificing great service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The world's most haunted cave. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. We talk about a lot of haunted things on this podcast. We talk about haunted houses, inns, buses, amusement parks, but I don't think we have talked about a haunted cave yet, if I recall. I don't think we have, so. So you guys buckle up, because we're going to talk about the Cave of Pan, aka Develli's Cave, or the Cave of Pendeli. Three names, one cave. I hope I'm saying those names right, too. I They're all old Greek names, except Cave of Pan. I know I'm saying that correctly, because I took one class in college on Greek mythology, and I'm an expert now. So here we are. Uh, the Cave of Pan is kind of what we're going to be calling it, because it sounds much cooler. Not cooler, just more esoteric. Is a very well-known cave in Penteli, not to be confused with Pendeli, one of the cave names, a mountain to the north of Athens, Greece. Pendeli Mountain is most famous because it was the where the marble from the Parthenon was, was ma- mined from, and you can actually still see the tracks. That old thing? That old thing, yeah. you know, a little, a little, uh, ditty, little shack type place that we used to call the Parthenon. Very important. I still Greek call history. it that, so yeah? I have not forgotten. Yeah, I when I think of the Parthenon, I think about there's a a Greek late night place where I went to college that was called Parthenon Euros. So I think of that first, and then I think of the Parthenon. Parthenon. Then I think of this mountain. Anyway, that was very cool. A lot of old. Uh, history, a lot of tourism. They also found a lot of bones of prehistoric animals, mastodons, rhinoceroses, antelope, giraffe, turtles, giant hyenas, other long extinct animals have been found at the base of this mountain and, and up inside of it. But what we're going to talk about is that the Penteli Mountain has a ton of haunted and superstitious stuff attached to it mostly centered around the Cave of Pendeli, the cave's official name, Develli's Cave, the unofficial name, or the Cave of Pan, the mystic name. The cave was discovered by the Greeks, or founder, however you want to say, in the 5th century BC. In the 6th century, it became the Cave of Pan because the cave evolved into a place of worship for the followers of Pan and and the nymphs around Pan. And it's also very beautiful, secluded. It's up. It's very picturesque. Kind of has like these tide pools within it. Very, uh, um, this is like, if you were thinking about Jason's Alhambra, like this is my version of that. Like very like, ooh, what's going to happen in here? Beautiful. How did I find myself here? I mean, by here, I mean on the internet at 3 a.m. researching this. A little Greek mythology for you. In ancient Greece, Pan is the god of the wild, shepherds and flocks, of mountains, of rustic music, of improv, and the companion of nymphs. He's like a goat. He's recognized as the guy of the fields, also like glens, also the god of sex, too. He also has, he has a little flute, if you think about him in traditional depictions. He's like a little uh, jaunty goat nymph with a flute, 
often around like orgies, fertility, spring is his season. This reminds me of what? Spinal Tap. It sounds like a song <laughs> because they talk in one of their lyrics about the pipes of pan. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if that's the pan pipes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, you know, it sounds like, it, like which also Feruza Balk has a witch shop in Hollywood called pan pipes. Is it still around? I don't know. It was when we were doing improv in the armpit of Hollywood. Well, this, is, sure this isn't a promotion for it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's very true. But yeah, pan was very, um, it's sexually affiliated, uh, Occultists still use a lot of pan imagery. It's pretty great. Even the word panic comes from the name Pan, uh, the god. Pan and the cave are connected to occultists for sacrifice and other rituals even now. Um, when I talked to the composer that will be playing a snippet of his music, he was very into the occultist rituals and other activities happening around the cave to this day. So the unofficial tourist name was Develli's Cave, and it was named after the 19th century brigand named Develis, Davilis Develis. He, his kind of thievish band used the cave as a hideout and legend has it. There was a maze of tunnels there, which could take him all the way to the mansion of his lover, who was a French duchess living in the village of Pendeli. So that's where the cave of Pendeli comes from. This legend is, is not true, but kind of stuck with it for a really long time. If you Google this cave, you're going to get more for Develis cave than cave of pan. Inside the cave is a rare double Byzantine church built directly into the rock. One half is dedicated to St. Spydron and the other to St. Nicholas. It was used by the 12th century Christian hermits associated with the Gnostics, which is kind of the root of all occultism and esoteric ritual. The Gnostics were kind of taking from a lot of different religions, went back into like deep Jewish mysticism. When you think about Kabbalah, that is a direct offshoot of uh, Judaism and, and Gnostic thought. A little deeper into the cave, we see the place where the ancient Greeks worshipped Pan. Many artifacts excavated from the Pendeli cave depict Pan as nymphs. Now they're all at the Archaeological Museum of Athens. The cave had been plagued with rumors and strange sightings, including electronics going haywire, water rolling up instead of down, and sighting of cat-like creatures walking on two legs. Lots of mentions of fantastical creatures. I also think it's very interesting that they found cat-like creatures versus, I don't know, a Pan-like creature. You're not going to find any goats, just cat people roaming around the caves? All right. All that is right. kind of like a sexy kind of... Sexy little cat. It's it's like uh, the like the cats, the CGI cats. When we saw cats. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, Jason uh, came with me as a service, as a community <laughs> service, to see cats. Um, we did get snacks beforehand, so I think yeah. we're, we're even. I don't know. So there's cat-like creatures. There's weird water running all over the damn place. A lot of electronics... Going crazy, glowing orbs are a really big popular thing, creepy creatures, um, ghostly voices, etchings in the walls, remnants of satanic rituals, all kinds of things. But there's more. On October 6th, 1977, Greek magazine Tehidromos published an article saying that the Greek military had begun strict confidential operations inside of the cave. The place was classified as a military and sealed off to the public. Some talked about the establishment of a rocket base overseen by NATO, a rumor further fueled by U.S. military in the neighboring districts. In 1982, Georgos Bolanos, a well-known Greek author of paranormal and science fiction, wrote about the underground tunnels in the cave, nuclear weapons, and mind control projects that were happening inside of the cave, stirring up even more suspicion about what was even going on in there. This continued into the 1990s. The Greek government attempted to reinitiate their projects in Pan's cave, 
for whatever reason or whatever that was, uh, the newspaper front pages screamed about the experiments. They were right on it at this point. And that was kind of shut down because they were all these tourists that were coming to see what was happening there. Very well publicized nuclear testing is probably not a good idea. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a government official. I'm not a scientist. But all of the work that was done was sealed up, closed off. But the occultists still came and hung out there. Remains of black magical rituals were found in many of the cave's different areas. The visitors were leaving lots of symbols, graffiti, carving, strange stone constructions inside the cave and around it. The frequency of various strange phenomena haunting the area and the people that visited is also unusually high. Not only have people seen UFOs and strange apparitions, but uh, people have been seeing things or experiencing things of a very kind of personal and outlandish nature. In 2015, a cult enthusiast and computer technician, Dimitrios Macrodopoulos, packed up a spirit box, a device said to enable communication with spirits through the use of radio frequency. It was January and the mountain was very foggy. He couldn't see a lot. It was not like the best time to go there and travel. From the minute I stepped into this unspoiled and pure place, I became one with it. I was surrounded by an inexplicable otherworldly energy. I felt eyes following my every move. I could not see or hear anything with my five senses. But I knew, he said. After his return, Macrodopolo's spirit box captured what sounded like a choir of angelic children's voices chanting in ancient Greek. It was the language of the pixies, he said. He's also adamant his infrared camera recorded ghastly apparitions near the cave center and a tiny pitch black creature lurking in the entrance to the hollow. So I'm going to leave you with that. We're going to take a little break and we'll be back in a minute. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't want to do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell Technologies solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash Dell Tech. We are back. We're back. We hope everyone's well, for starters. Yes. How are you How doing? are you feeling? Is your throat okay? Yeah. Do you smell and taste things? That That's a big thing that they discovered, that if you have a dulled sense of smell or taste, you might have coronavirus? I don't know. I'll just keep eating cinnamon rolls until uh, I f- figure it out. But yeah. So far, I can still taste them. Well, you've got to... <laughs> you're doing good work yeah. um, to make sure that you're healthy. And uh, we know what we want to do is another reading of actual haunted tales and mm-hmm. we have a couple ready to go but if you have one mm-hmm. and you would like to you can just type it out or you can do voice to text or however whatever's Literally easier for you however you want to do and it. and send it uh, you send to our instagram which is ghost town pod or our personal wherever, wherever mm-hmm. you want to send it to just send it so we'll we'll do a, a compilation of real haunted tales yeah. i even have one of my own oh my goodness. Yeah. I do not have one of my own, but I'm well, going time. to eagerly. That's true. I could get haunted the next week or so. Who's to say? I'm alone in my apartment. Um, but yeah, it'll be a fun thing. I love ghost stories. We did one around Halloween last year. Get your friends together. If you like to Zoom chat, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. I will just listen alone in the dark. But if you want to get some friends digital t- digitally together, that'd be a fun thing. I'm not putting it on you. You can do whatever you want. But get some wine. I don't know. Listen to some hauntings. We got a, you know, I normally read the good ones, but mm-hmm. we have a pretty 
a couple really brutal Apple podcasts. Yeah, reviews. baby. We need your help, folks. We need you to kind of <laughs> even the playing field a little bit. This one is from Joe Blows Mo. Go away. It's all fun and games until you bring politics into it. I guess that's what I get for listening to another Californication wannabe. I don't, the TV show or the <laughs> yeah. Red Hot Chili Pepper, yeah, they, they've become we show. want to be Cal, the show Californication on HBO. Also, I don't think Circa we're very 2004. political. I don't know if we're very political. I would say we were the opposite. I think when, when I want to go political, you're like, just chill out. Right. You know, I think we try our best to maintain a distance from that because we're not, we we don't yeah. want to do that, really. Yeah, it's not. We're uh, here to bring you crazy ghost stories and, and hauntings and, and riots and weird and, history. And yeah. But again, like, a lot of this stuff sometimes goes there because it's part of the history that we're telling part but, of the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry that we're uh, upsetting you and your very sensitive political belief system. Yeah. I imagine like if, if you listen to this and get offended, yeah, I imagine oh, any other God. podcast, you must lose your mind. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. However, I'm sure if you also agree with the, of the, with the host of that podcast, you're probably like, I like the politics. Yeah. Keep it in like, there. That's I weird. agree. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's weird. (laughs) That's weird how I like it. Huh. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, fine. But if you really want to go to a politics-free zone, (laughs) patreon.com slash ghost town pod, some bonies, some advanced, some, I don't know. Oh, we have some, you have some weird random stuff I'm putting in there. Yeah. You should do, you should, we should find a way to do, uh, tarot card readings yeah why don't i put that on there yeah why don't we do that people who give us a review or something i'll give them a tarot read yeah sure yeah a good review no no we were too political review or go away i don't want any go aways because you know what i I am away and then you have to i'm already away you have to do hot or not (laughs) hot or not with my instagram (laughs) pictures from the beginning you know where they're all filtered and kind of grainy start there Mm -mm. Oh, I don't like that one bit. Um, but how about we get back to, let's get back in the cave. Grab your water. Get some olive oil. That's right. Olive oil. Grease. Grease. Everyone's like yeah. very like healthy and good looking and eating fish. Yeah. Their skin is very, there's olive oil. Like healthy skin and hair, teeth, nails. Absolutely. Greek people, so they just know what they're doing. Maybe it's all the black magic that's been keeping people so Yeah. Good-looking. Maybe it's all the, the pan caves. Yeah. Pan pipes and the pan caves. Pancakes? That's what I thought you said too. And uh, now that's what I'm thinking about. Oh, perfect. So what might account for some of the bizarre experiences in the cave? It can't be ghosts, right? Well, a 2002 study at the Institute of Geology and Mineral Exploration of Greece found slate enriched with graphite between the layers of the pentelic marble, which made the mountain a good conductor of electromagnetic waves. Additionally, the pentelic marble itself possesses certain scientific properties that lead it to give electric charge under high-pressure conditions, which for Macrodopolis and others might explain some of the bizarre electromagnetic phenomena observed there, such as dizziness, disorientation, hallucination, um, hearing different things, the orbs too, kind of fucking with your eyesight. So we have an explanation for it, right? But of course, the long history of the cave and the mountain that it's on and the people that still go there to do certain rites and rituals. And I don't mean to call the occultists that go there like strange or anything. I think it's such a especially Greece itself is such a a rich um, historical place and has so much tradition, especially the religious tradition that it's like, I don't know, it makes it much more special and poignant. Um, So I would love to get in there. I've seen lots of video footage of the cave. It's really beautiful, very mysterious. Would I want to go there alone? No, I would bring friends and flashlights, but I do want to check it out. 
There's also an experimental soundscape band called Develli's Cave on SoundCloud that's pretty good. We're going to feature some clips here and it will kind of set the mood if you want to do your own online digging or, you know, after this pandemic, book a flight. So I want to thank Atlas Obscura, BBC, and Kostas Karadimus, a musician out of Athens who gave us permission to use some of his music inspired by the cave. And none of it has any subliminal messages. Uh Uh-oh! 